Sullivan, who is on the phone now. Good morning, David. Hey, good morning, Tony. Hello, Danny. Morning, morning, Dan. Hello, David. Lovely to hear you. So you worked with Jeremy back in the day on Capital, and you went to Varsity with him as well. Ah. That's right. We go back to university, him and I. So I was in my uh, honours year, and he came in as a first-year student. He had just finished his national service, and I was his tutor in first-year journalism, and I can tell you, he was the worst student, absolutely <laughs> appalling. He was more interested in doing speech and drama, which was his other major, and he was an incredible actor. He, he actually was one of the leading actors of his time at Rhodes University. They, they, they were in a, he was in a play called Mora Salangdach, which is a bit strange, Afrikaans play at an university, written by one of his classmates, and they put it on um, on commercial theatre. They put it on at uh, the market theatre. They made a TV show. It was unheard of that mm. you'd have four students doing so, but that was his acting ability, which obviously he then took into the world of radio with all the impersonations. But uh, just a, a memory of him as a student is that he would always arrive for his tutorial in a, in a pair of tights. He was quite a skinny guy then because immediately after his tutorial, he had uh, dance. He was doing dance as one of his subjects in speech drama. So he'd be dressed up and he milked it. He had no shame in walking around in a pair of tights. He would mince around, pretending to be the biggest flamboyant queen on campus. This was a first-year student, I've got to remind you. Uh, And then he would never hand in his tutorials on time. (laughs) He plagiarized like fury. He would bribe me with beers to uh, hand them in late. He'd find me in the pub. Oh, he was, he was an absolute shocker. Then uh, we met up again. I'd uh, left university and I was working at Capital Radio and lo and behold, Jeremy arrived. <laughs> like he a bad smell. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he lingers. He, 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 he likes to tell the story that his very first job was working in the newsroom. Well, I was working in the newsroom and I know he never worked in the newsroom. <laughs> in, in, in fact, his, his first job was a lot more humble than that. He worked on the phones. He worked in reception at Capital Radio. He yeah. really started at the bottom. Yeah, that, that's reality. But, you know, like uh, the late Kevin Savage, um, Jeremy loved to tell a good story, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, he, he, he was full of the yarns, and you never knew which was where the, the truth lay. And I remember once taking a bunch of students around the, the studios at 702 when we both were then at Prime Media, and he was at Highfelt, I was at 702. And... Um, he walked out of his studio uh, and said, you know, listen, I just got myself a, a voiceover job on Toy Story 3. <laughs> and I looked at him and thought, this is your biggest whopper yet, Jerome, no. in front of all these students. And it was true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, uh, yeah, the boy who cried wolf, isn't it? You just never know. Yeah, you, just ne- you, never, you never knew. But, you know, the, there was a time which I was reminded of how um, in the early 90s, when I was just, uh, I was freelancing at 702, and so was he. Uh, he was doing an afternoon DIY show on a Saturday afternoon. I would finish my news shift at 12, and then I'd go across the road to the Balalaika Hotel and meet some mates. And Jeremy would always join, but he was yet to go on air. And between <laughs> 12 and 3, yeah. he made sure, as he called it, I get well lubricated. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then he would go and do the most yeah. hilarious, entertaining DIY show. 
there was very little he couldn't turn his hand to on mm. radio. That is very versatile. Yeah. yeah. He would make it all up. It was it was hilarious. And he became this DIY expert of sorts <laughs> that he surrounded himself by good people mm. who, who he could uh, play off. Uh, he was he was a master at that. But it was the voices. One last thing of, of one of the characters. He did. He, uh, it was a very little-known character. He did it on seven uh, on, on on Capital Radio. A salesman called Mark Trend, and he was this brash uh, salesman, empty-headed, uh, because he was trying to sell carbon paper in a, in, in a technical, a technologically advanced world, and could never understand why nobody would buy it. But his product that he uh, aspired to sell was a Funakoshi. He made up this name to Jeremy. And the Funakoshi, we never actually worked out what a Funakoshi <laughs> was. But Mark Trent sold, would love to sell Funakoshis. To this day, anything that is a piece of junk in my household is known as a Funakoshi. <laughs> oh, it is a sad day, you know, losing another legend, but that's, that's what he was, you know. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And what I've found, I'm going to post it on Facebook. I found a lovely photograph of him and Kevin Savage together. I think oh. it's Jeremy's farewell party yeah. from Capital Radio. But just the the fun, uh, the expressions on their faces, having such a good time. And they yeah. remain good friends. Did, Even, yeah. you know, the lovely thing about Capital Radio was that our friendships mm. survived years and years. We'd never see each other. You'd bump into each other. And it's as if we'd seen each other the previous day. Jeremy and Kevin were very much like that. Legends in their own rights. And sadly, we lost them both this year. Yeah. And just, just finally, David, I mean, it's it, goes without saying, but they don't make them like that anymore, do they? Yeah. No, certainly. I was just WhatsApping my old mate, also a mate of Jeremy's, John Robbie, and he, he just wrote, absolutely unique. And you didn't put the word absolutely in front of unique, but that is right. There was nobody like uh, like Jeremy on radio. He went on to music radio and barely played music. Never mm. understood the music. He had his favorite bands. As Couldn't, work Couldn't work a desk. Couldn't work a desk. Relied on you, Simon, to back announce his songs for him or info. Hey, David, David, that. we're running out of time, but after the story in the tutu and the tights, I thought I'd play this. I can just imagine Jeremy dancing to this. What do you think, David? Yeah. That works perfectly. Perfect. <laughs> Thanks for talking to us, man. Cheers, Dave. Cheers. Bye, Dave. Cheers, guys. Bye. Joburg's hottest breakfast show. Tony Morrell, Tony Majaja, Simon Hill, and John Wallen. Weekday 6 to 9 on Hot 1027.